Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all things blended families. I share my personal journey, again I repeat, my personal journey from a stepmom's perspective. It is also a time for reflections and new realizations. Join me as I try to unpack the last 16 years of my life. This is my story, and in case of any exaggeration or dramatization, trust me, it's purely coincidental. To Mike and my family, and also my extended family, sorry, not sorry. We've made it, guys, or I made it. It's finally here, the last episode of the season. This is episode 11. This is the last episode of this season that I'm going to be alone on this side. Episode 12 which means I'm done with the season, is going to be airing soon. But that one has a surprise guest. So this episode is sort of a reflection episode. It's me reflecting on this podcast journey. Actually, journey, or oh, it's a few episodes, but it has felt like it's been a journey. You know, the introduction on this podcast was me lifting my head after 15 years. And I didn't realize how tough it was going to be I felt like I am every episode has felt like I'm doing therapy in front of thousands of viewers. That has been challenging. I won't stop mentioning the vulnerability levels of a podcast are uh, intense. I didn't think I was up to it. It was very challenging and scary. I think I have spent sleepless nights going through each episode. Funny enough, it felt like my first ever YouTube video or my first ever public appearance as fashionable stepmom because of how vulnerable it is. I think the first event I ever went as fashionable stepmom, if I remember, was a true love event, maybe three, four years ago. And this has felt the same. It's like opening up yourself to the public. It's different when you talk about your journey, when it has passed and when you're in it. For me, I think when I started, I was just nearly going through that phase of being fully blended, which was maybe six, seven years later. So after that and after I tackled the issues, people who have bumped onto my channel and as much as I'm fashionable stepmom, they haven't seen the blended family aspect of it because over time then it morphed into fashion, it morphed into content creator, it morphed into influencer, which is a word I don't like. It morphed into brand partnership. So there are people who haven't worked with me this journey from the beginning. So they're not OGs or... So uh, they have not consumed my content from day one. Most of them, um, it's hard to go back to photos and videos. And this was maybe my first... So this um, reminds me of like watching a series and recapping who Fashionable Stepmom is. Or the part of a series that says, you know, previously on, I know it's many years later. So it has made me to also think back, you know, memories. It's tough to remember some things. I sit on this side of the desk and I look like it's rosy and I've been pleased with everything. Not necessarily, and this podcast has made me realize that. There are a few things that as much as I want to accept that things happen in that way, they still affect me differently. And 
So it's a recap, it's reflection on the episodes. Some things were triggering. I didn't I didn't know that I'm still suffering from the trauma. And this podcast is also a message to myself that there's nothing called healing. You know, you it's not he- healing is not a destination. It's not something that happens by you can't heal completely from something. I always say it's a process. You're healing, then something happens, or you hear something, or you go through something, and your body has mem- your your body has memory. Actually, I think our organs have memory because you can go through something and you think you've healed, and then something triggers you. It could be the way someone says something or how you feel. So there's no healing. There's that's one thing I've taken from this, and it doesn't mean that that is a bad thing. It just means all of us are lifing. And to stop always looking for an answer or focusing on something to a point that it paralyzes you or you never move on and you keep the heart. I can't say that I'm fully forgiven everyone. I don't even think they have forgiven me too in this situation because every everyone was doing the best they could. And sometimes when you're in your own world, because I said it is my perspective as the stepmom, it can be selfish. It can be you're the victim. You're only seeing your side. This podcast has made me wonder, you know, the other different ways of viewing it. And I'm so excited for season two because it will not only be my perspective, but I'll invite many guests on the different issues that I have struggled with or I want to explain more about it, experts, because... Right now, I think I've offered you guys my perspective and how I viewed it. It's enough recap. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't be on this side alone, but most of the time, it will be helping us find solutions, you know, having also experts, having other people's experiences. It would be really nice to hear the perspective of a stepdad and compare it to a stepmom, perspective of a stepchild, perspective of a bio child, perspective of a family lawyer, so many other perspectives. So I'd, I'd remove myself. So I want to be able to not be the main character on the podcast, hearing other people's opinion, adding value, and also not making the assumption because right now I've done it for so many years. I want to be able to engage with that person or that mom dad who is looking to be a stepdad, a stepmom. I want to engage with them. You know, Someone is even thinking about it. You know, you, you're deciding, do I want to get into it or not? So I want to be able to give those perspectives and not only my life story and my experiences. I don't want to be limited to me, how I felt, how it was, because I think every blended family has its own dynamics and special to theirs, none is the same. Definitely there are some things which we can assure you that they will happen. And that is what I'm going to focus on on season two. So I know you guys have been viewing, that you have been watching each podcast and if I would rate myself, let's start with that. If I would rate myself, I'd give myself three over ten uh, because I'm a perfectionist. And this podcast has felt like it doesn't have, it has refused. This podcast has refused to have. You know, every topic moves into something else, moves into something else. So I don't like go and research unlike a, pod, uh, unlike a YouTube video. It's real life story. It's my life. And sometimes do you really want to to talk about it? So that's that's how it's been. It's been very, very vulnerable, uh, having to remember facts, having to also 
remind me of things that would I have wished not to remember? Yes. But it has also made me extend grace to all of us, extend grace to myself, extend grace to the children, extend grace to my relatives, and to be able to just accept that it was not a tough thing to do, it was not an easy thing to do, but we did it. It didn't have a name. Are we, did we all make it through? Yes, we did. Did we have hiccups? Yes, we did. Are there issues you are still struggling with? Yes, we do. And um, as much as they are not explosive, you know, right now as a blended family, it's not explosive. It doesn't mean we don't struggle with some things. It doesn't mean that also there are different levels to this thing. Um, as we were, I was doing the podcast and I was watching every episode, funny enough, I watched every episode more than once or twice or three times, which is bringing me to the realization that as much as I think that we have blended and things are okay now and we found a balance, it has also made me realize that we're going to another stage of life. We're going to another stage of life where now my children, my stepkids are going to be maybe mothers or fathers and they're going to have careers and they're going to have friends, they're going to have children. And so then you think about this blended family from the perspective of just that small unit because it's going to happen and it's happening. So the appreciation of that every issue you have is a different level to it. If someone right now would have asked me when I was starting, would I have been worried about what if my, my stepchild my stepson, my stepdaughter was going to meet someone, they're going to get married, are they going to um, have friends? I wasn't worried about that. I was very worried about us blending, dealing with, with issues of the first few stages of a blended family. You know, the children were still small and now they're into adults and now we are, for lack of a better word, stuck with each other, stuck with each other, stuck with each other. So yes, uh, this podcast has also revealed um, some of the fears that as a parent you have and as a parent of adults have, for example, you know, just learnings, you know, learnings. And we are also dealing with my stepchildren were not from my generation. Like I said, we grew up together. But as much as we grew up together, they have really taught me different things. You know, styles of parenting have changed. Listening to them, it also forces you to have hard conversations. You know, that's also another stage in life where you have to have hard conversations. You know, we, we've talked about so many things, sometimes reminiscing also about things we have done or have ways we've acted that we would have done better and just being able to listen to your child i think to be honest parenting my stepchildren and even it's a different kind of parenting they have schooled us to the maximum i have been schooled you know i i respect i respect the generation they have schooled us also just looking and reflecting at how we have tried to blend our family. It has also involved a lot of the children speaking up, a lot of being able to talk about things. I personally come from the generation, and I'll say from my family that it was very strict. Children were not to be heard; they were not to be, they were not to be seen, seen but not heard. Children were not to be heard, but they were seen. We didn't have hard conversation with our parents, and so my stepkids have made me to an extent, grow in terms of self-awareness of myself, of parenting, 
also of treating each child as an individual. I'm very keen on that. Even as I've watched the episode, if there's one thing that has made me reflect a lot is that as much as I'm speaking these situations, because I do tell real life stories real time, even as I'm doing story time, because it involves different children in my head, I'm able to see the different personalities. I'm also able to review the growth we have made. And I can't honestly sit here and say the growth is the same across board. Children are growing up, like I mentioned earlier, connection is different. You'll connect with more children. You'll connect with a child, with each child differently. And it has also made highlighted to me the areas that I need to improve because there is no Akuna kufika, there's always room for improvement, room for change, room for trying, room for new realizations, room for also extending your hand and saying an olive branch and calling your child or one, whoever it was, because you're not bundling them up together. And I think even in my communication with the children, it has really changed. I've been able to be more expressive. I'm not the kind of parent who's expressive. I'm not the kind of parent who will hug you. Like I mentioned, I'm the tough parent. I'm not very good at words. I'm not very good at emotions. I'm very good at doing what I have to do, at being the tough parent, at ensuring that everyone does what they have to do. And I've realized, you know, I have to try and show that other side of me as much as fine. Yes, I've changed the narrative. I'm not an evil stepmom, but are you? Yes, you're not an evil stepmom, but are you working on other aspects of it? You've proved yes, you're not an evil stepmom, but now are you having individual relationships with your children? Are you able to talk about things? Are we able to talk about what's currently happening in their lives? Are we able to talk about sensitive issues? It has made me also realize, you know, you can communicate. You don't have to. Always wait for things to happen, for a trigger or, or something explosive. You can pick out things and you can call out, you know, yourself. And you can call your children, whoever it is you feel that, you know, sometimes you may need a heart-to-heart. -heart. So it's not bundling them up altogether. Also learning how their love language is, you know, how they want or how they would like our relationship to be or to move forward from now on, forgiveness, as much as sometimes you don't forget and it's human nature, but extending that grace that this happened, I acknowledge it happened. How are we going to move forward? Are you trying? I can honestly tell you, I wish they were here on this side. I've tried in terms of communication, in terms of trying to be there emotionally, which is usually my thing. I've learned to give hugs, yeah, I give, yeah, I give my daughter a hug. I've given her three times. I've tried, you know. I'll give her a hug when it comes home. I'll, I'll try. So those are the things. It's as much as it was difficult, it was vulnerable, it has really made me retrospect. It has offered therapy in terms of even memories, memories that come up, you know, because you're depending on memories, your storytelling. Has it made me sometimes to wonder, is my side of the story factual? Yes, it has, because I like logical thinking. So what I would do, and maybe that is why I watch it many times, is I want to know if my story is the same as theirs, which I've really tried to not, but yeah, it's a process. I think I have to take a break, and, and I'm actually going to take a break alone to just go through all the episodes and, and see 
the facts versus logic versus emotion, putting yourself in other people's shoes versus what was happening around around us and try to make, I don't think to make amends, but to do better. I'm very big on, are you doing better? Is there growth? Maybe ruthless, yes. I think it is important to grow in all aspects of your of your life. So yes, I know that when it comes to expressing myself to my stepchildren and my children, I will be more emotional, connect more, communicate, which I'm not a very good communicator. Uh, it's not one of my strengths. Also ask them, you know, what are some of the things that triggered you? What are some of the things that you think we would have done better? And which is a different type of parenting, you know, but it's also being woke for a lack of a better word. It's also wanting growth for them and also wanting them to do better. And also we can have a good quality of life as a blended family and getting their perspective on what hurt them, what didn't. So in retrospect, that it, those are the things that um, have revealed themselves through the episode. If you ask me what was the hardest episode, I'll say all of them. But the toughest is the last one after this is on 12. So watch out and be on the lookout for that. It has removed the layers, told a story from a different perspective. Things I'd even forgotten myself. Things maybe I also wanted to forget because I didn't want to face reality. Because let's be honest, sometimes you really don't want to face the truth. And sometimes you can retell your story even if... It's not factual. That's how I say, you know, you can repeat a lie so many times or not the exact factual thing that happened. Repeat it so many times until it becomes the truth. So that is something that I am very, very conscious about. You know, if you, if I tell the story and I go ask my stepchildren, I go Mike, how, to ask them how the story was to them, and which I have on some episode, I have realized that we have very different perspectives, but still it doesn't invalidate mine and my experience. And so it has made me feel like I'm not the crazy one. I've been able to finally say my side of the story and not invalidate myself because it was tough. It was tough being the adult in the room. It was tough to even say some of these experiences to people. It is tough to to keep tabs because you're experiencing it as you go. You're experiencing it as you go. And I think it is one of the, another part of the weakness for me is when I, I, I'm not able to speak when things are happening. I'm not really the best person to, I solve the problem, we move on to the next, to the next. So even some of these episodes, if my mother watches or my family watches, they'll be in shock because they've, they've, I've never told anyone. They've never been heard by anyone because I'm just an action-oriented person. I just do. You know, we don't sit down and talk about emotions so that at the end of the day, what is the end result? So, yeah, I, I, I know that there'll be... I really, even I'm scared, I don't want my mom to watch podcasts. The other day, she told me about Instagram, and so I'm panicking. I want her to watch this podcast. She might know things that uh, she doesn't need to know. But, yeah, it's my truth. It has validated me in that sense. It has made me feel like I don't have to explain myself to, to anyone and my story is my story. So that's a big positive for me. If you ask me what was your favorite episode, I would say episode 10, the last one I did. Episode 10 was, I think, 
I enjoyed watching it. It was because I felt like I'm getting the hang of this podcast thing. I also questioned myself, you know, do I have to do everything 150%? Here I am doing my first podcast. Here I am, I have a podcast studio. But it brought out my personality of it's either everything or nothing. I do things 150% intensity with a lot of passion, which could also be something that attributed to me ensuring, you know, that this thing was going to work, you know, when I said yes to being a stepmom, when I said yes to being a wife, there was no failure, there was no giving up, and it's just my personality. So, yeah, that is also something that I have learned about myself. And it's not shocking, but it is, it's, it's a reminder of, of, of doing things above and beyond, you know. When you decide to do something, you're going deep into it. Have I struggled with consistency? Yes, because it's been very vulnerable. I felt it being something very new. Have I felt sometimes dotted myself? Will I continue with it? Yes, I think in every episode. After I finish every episode, I feel like <sighs> I need a few days to myself. But like you do everything else in life, learning a new skill, it humbles you. You, you allow yourself to make mistakes. Have I struggled with, with it being perfect? Yes. As you realize, sometimes the sound is not perfect. Some days, you know, there's no flow. There's a lot of emotions involved. Um, learning on the job, myself and the team, we are learning everything. We are learning as you're doing. We are learning as you're going along. Um, and I hope to perfect it not only production-wise, but also in terms of storytelling, because it's storytelling, but in a different way. This is, I think, pure raw storytelling. You really don't have pointers. I can only say there was no research, because I can't research about my own life. So it has also made me be able to speak the truth according to me and to let the chips fall. You know, it's a different level of vulnerability. It's layers and layers and layers. and it's, it's been interesting. It came at the perfect time when, when I needed a reminder of why I started the channel in the first place, realizing that, you know, I had to go back to my why. Why did I start the channel? Why did I start talking about being a stepmom? Because at some point, I felt it was overtaken and struggled with it. I struggled, like, see, being an influencer or a creative. I don't necessarily see myself as a creative, I think I see myself as a storyteller to tell stories. But you know, as you're storytelling, kuna kuandika insha na imagination na kuna kuandika insha ya ukweli. You know, it really reminds, like in school, we used to be told, write a composition about your holiday. I'm the generation that imagine. You'd imagine I was on the plane, I imagine we're in the coast, and you write a whole composition, and you'll get 19 over 20. So you can see, <laughs> where I, I lie in terms of just being able to talk about a story in real raw form and imagining it. So this has made me to speak about the situation in raw form. It's, it's tough. I, I, I'm even sometimes scared of asking what my kids think about it. I don't, I've not had the conversation with any of my children about the podcast. Have they watched it? I don't know. Do I want to ask if they've watched it? I don't think I'm ready for it. I've, I've asked Mike, watch, I think Mike has watched every episode. Uh, we've analyzed with him, but I will honestly say it's not, 
it's all be palatable to everyone, even to him. There are times he's, he's like, are you sure you want to say that? And I'm able to say, it is my story. It's my podcast. It's my experience. So keep your comments to yourself. And then I realize, okay, am I too harsh? But then it's something I've had to do by myself without caring. Oh, not caring. Caring is a, is a strong word. But being able to say how I felt or how tough it was for me or according to myself, how things went down. So, yes. So it has also made me realize that support groups are needed, masterclass are needed, people have requested, you know, can you have small support groups to to be able to support stepmoms because it's also a big thing to be able to have a reference point. I will honestly say it's something I've always run away from because it, it it's tough. It's tough um, sitting there and listening to to other stepmoms and and really trigger things that have happened during my time or my experience. I've been thinking about it. Maybe it's something I should do. But then again, it gets tough, you know. A support group is, is something that is long-term. Think about AA, alcoholic analysis. Think about any support group. It's tough. It, it means you have to be able to be vulnerable. You have to be able to be an expert, you know. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a coach for blended families experiencing doesn't really mean I have the expertise. Has it challenged me to go and learn a skill? Yes, it has. It has even made me think about narrowing down to my PhD. It's something I've been thinking about, so at least it's given highlights to that. What do I want to study for my PhD? It has to do, I'm really thinking about those lines. It has made me realize that. And yes, yeah, I'm doing my PhD. I have to be a doctor, yeah, as I'm at it. So. That is a very big realization. And, and I think it has made me remember my purpose of starting Fashionable Stepmom. As much as at some point I thought it doesn't define me, I'm not limited to it. It has made me feel, okay, I'm, I'm, the, I'm doing my purpose, what I came to the channel to do. It doesn't mean that I won't do other things because a person is many things. You evolve, you grow, you change, ups and downs. You're not sure, I think, Clearly for me, even if you see my channel, you are able to see how things have folded and unfolded. And that, this doesn't mean it's the end, but it, it means, you know, I've been able to retrospect which I wasn't able to do when I was in the thick of things, when I had to put my head down and be able to make, not myself alone, but for us to survive and to blend. And with that, folks, that concludes the first season of this Stepmom podcast. Will it have the same name? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm thinking about it. Thank you for giving me the space to be vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your comments. Thank you for watching. Anyone who's outside there and has gone through a divorce, has gone through being a stepmom, a stepdad, the dynamics of just family, you know, I would like to remove the stigma around it. I still feel like there's some stigma to it. And yes, if some people are not free to talk about it, it's fine because everyone, according to their time. To some point, I usually ask, uh, is it because during my time, stepmoms were not there? And I reflect and ask, the, and ask myself, most of us, our, our, grand, our grandfathers had multiple wives. And so many times when I talk about being a stepmom, 
you ask yourself was it really is it really a big deal are you the first one to to do it have are you the first one to have done it but then i'm able to tell myself you know no one is going to dictate what is not a big deal to me for me being a stepmom was a really big deal it was a really big part of my my life and it still is so yes according to my time yes it was a big deal so thank you guys for listening to my story thank you for validating me which was not really necessary but thank you for seeing that perspective that it was a tough decision to make and also being able to decide i i i clearly knew that i was coming in to be a stepmom and and as much as i said yes to it i was determined to do a good job of it was it easy no was it worth it yes would i have done it again the same way no do i have the grace to do it again at my age right now knowing what i know no do i enjoy it yes do i love challenging things clearly yes the problem is me here we always joke with my friends you know do i like it hard and difficult yes i do <laughs> yes i do clearly there's no there's no answer to that what do you guys think you know is it tough yes it is but then i enjoy it i enjoy a challenge and it has brought me a lot of joy it has made me grow it has made me realize and find out about parts of me that i didn't know i was capable of and yeah i'm happy and i'm proud of myself that's the most important thing i'm proud of myself looking at myself in the mirror and say i'm proud of you which is usually very hard for people to do sometimes i'm proud of you So this is the last episode where I'm talking between me and you. We are having private conversations from now on. Definitely we are going to have guests as I mentioned. Sometimes it's going to be me too. So look out for season 12. Uh, so look out for episode 12, the last episode of the season. I hope you enjoyed. Give me feedback. Akini muskaku hash. Eh msinipashe msiniambie sana. Be gentle. It's still season 1. Yeah, like I mentioned it's therapy mkuje pole pole. I Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Let me know what you think about it so far. And we will give you bloopers. Are you going to give them bloopers? We will give you bloopers. You're going to see how it was a real struggle. Uh, behind the scenes, you're going to watch that. I don't know if we'll have a whole episode of bloopers. I don't know how it works. But we will ensure we give you bloopers. And I feel like now I'm qualified to do a series. So let me think about my character in a series. So until next time, guys. Bye-bye. See you in season two. I uh, just wanted to let you know guys that uh, this podcast has not been easy. Uh, podcast mmefanya na tunakaa atuongeleshane. Mm. Podcast. Do it at your own risk. Podcast karibu. Karibu ivunje ndoa lakini it's not been tough but I've, I've 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 enjoyed doing it. I love problems. Yes I do. <laughs>